Off the ball. He's an absolute rascal. He sits there with a hand grenade, and every time there's a, there's a lull in the conversation, <laughs> he just gets one out and lobs it in. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. Tony, performance of dreams out there. Great day for Clare Hurling. Yeah, good win. Uh, we were uh, we're just delighted to have four points on the board. It keeps us um, it keeps us alive and in contention to qualify for for a Munster final next week, which is uh, we'd have taken that at the start of the year heading into that last game at home. And uh, yeah, look at some some really good play out there. And uh, so one or two things that we need to probably sharpen up on, um, especially maybe in that first half, we uh, we were probably lucky to be a goal up at half time we probably should have been maybe three or four down the other way you know so Waterford a few wides and uh, yeah look very happy overall you know game has so much hype there's obviously so much you know off the field stuff as well and but it turned into a bit of a chess match it took you a while yet to kind of unscramble there out there on the pitch yeah it did it did uh, the biggest thing is uh, is patience really and um, the one thing you can't do in this in this in this uh, round robin is um, get frustrated and end up end up conceding scores and um, and not being able to claw them back and um, look at we probably weren't clicking in that first half, but we were still we were still ahead or still within striking distance. And um, in the second half, we got a bit more space and we, we opened up for, for a period to start second half and gave ourselves a good cushion. Your tally will hit the headlines, but uh, I'm sure the Clare team will thank you most for that bit of uh, defensive work that uh, supposed sprint back and a bit of uh, you know to flick the ball away. Yeah, look, that's that's one thing. I suppose Brian and the management have been drilling into us, um, especially when you're playing the likes of Waterford, where they should be physical and fit and, and want to run at you. Um, you've just got to track runners. And um, in fairness, flicking the ball is probably the easiest bit, the, the sharpness of the hurling here to, and the crispness to, crispness to I suppose, set up the goal. And um, we were delighted Galvin was on the end of it because he, he never misses uh, the, the one-on-ones. And uh, that was a big score for us in the first half. It gave us a, it gave us a foothold and kind of gave us a cushion when we were probably struggling to put scores on the board from play. Yeah, and then like once you get going, I thought once you got that long ball going, you know, it's so difficult to defend. Yeah, we've um, we've good we've good lads in the forwards that can that can win ball and um, that are a nuisance that, that when it's dropping, if they're not winning it, they're managing winning it. And um, yeah, it's all about committing bodies to the break. And uh, if you're looking at the game, there's whatever 50, 60 puckouts in a game. There's there's the same breaking ball, so it's. Uh, it sounds basic, but I know there's a lot of game plans and things out there, but um, you know, sometimes if you do the simple things well, it's very effective. And lastly, how good does it feel to be in red-hot form in front of the huge support that you have here from Clare as well? Yeah, we great support. Um, they've, been, they've, been, uh, they've been brilliant. Anytime we come to Turles to go on the road, and um, look, at, we're just delighted to be heading back into Cusick Park next week with a big crowd, and um, as I said, all to play for, for, for both teams next week as well. Brian, great scenes now. It smiles on the kids' faces with clear jerseys. Probably says it all. Great day for Clare. Yeah, look, it was um, it was important for us, um, especially after what happened um, two weeks ago in Limerick, that we back it up, and um, it was a case of coming down and making sure we got the job done. And uh, you know, we were fighting for the same prize, even though it seemed like a bigger prize. You know because um, there was so much at stake against Limerick but um, you know, great to get the, the, the job done and great to get the win Yeah because you had that euphoria you had the wild kind of emotion after that Limerick victory it was a, it was a breakthrough but I suppose this victory will not put words in your mouth it will probably even please you even more that you've gone and done it again Oh well look it was important that we, um, uh, that we backed up uh, what happened um, uh, in the Gaelic grounds and um, sure look um, we're on four points now the the, the, the the competition is in our hands and we can look forward to next weekend and big game for Cork and a big game for us inside Dennis. Yeah, it was a really different type of game. There was a bit of a kind of a chess match. You kind of had to un- unscramble there at times. Yeah, absolutely. But I suppose, you know, you'd, you'd have to say that um, the, the, the loss of the um, um, uh, the man for Waterford just before half time meant that, you know, that they had to, uh, we were able to push up and 
um, we were able to take that short puck out away from them and then they were striking the ball into into where we had traffic and we were able to, to, to control the game yeah because you really put a squeeze on their on their puck out after half time I thought yeah well look it was a case of just um, you know when you when you are a man up like you can you can push up um, and uh, you can um, you can force them to go long and that's what happened you're probably uh, not quite sick of it, but Tony Kelly puts in, you know, reels back a, another monster performance. He's uh, when he's in full flow, he's as good as anyone. Yeah, sure. Look, Tony is just—he's uh, just, you know, we've we've all spoken about him before, and you know, you look at him in training, and you look at him playing matches, and you just you just look with your mouth open sometimes, just in in awe with the with the way he he performs. Um, so look, that was. That's that's his job is to perform like he performs and that's what he does. Probably admired the defensive work rate as well for the first goal. Um, yeah, look, uh, their first goal is it or your your first goal where he came back and got the flick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's just just a real hard worker. Like he's just um, uh, you know fair play to him. Yeah. And you know, so Martin, you pushed on in the second half there and took control and now it sets up a you know huge game now against Cork. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it's um, back in Ennis like, and we'll be hoping that there'll be a good um, local support. Um, there's a good um, there's a good um, there's a good feeling in the county. Um, the, our miners are doing exceptionally well. Our under twenties are doing exceptionally well, um, and now our seniors are after you know winning two games in Munster Championship and facing into you know big game against Cork. Uh, so it's something to really look forward to. Thanks, Brian. We all look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thanks, lot. Davy, disappointment day out there for you? Yeah, it was, it was a hard day. Um, probably the sending off in the first half was the game changed. Um, but listen, it's just disappointing. We we probably could have performed better in the second half, even down 14. But giving clear extra bodies around the field is tough because they'll throw the ball around well, and you could see that. First half, probably anything that could go wrong did go wrong. You didn't have your, you know, so many wides sending off. You touched on it was, but this, at the same time, you're still only a goal behind at half time. Yeah, and we came out, and we got the first point after half time, but Clare knocked the ball around easy, and you could see we were moving an extra defender in and out to try and cover. Because when we were had no one back there, it looked very vulnerable, and it looked like they could score goals. And plus, we're a team that can build the ball and run it nicely. So um, Clare moved up, then to push an extra man up, which is yeah, tactically not bad either. Like you know, it, it kind of cut that out a small bit, and um, that's the way it rolls. That's the way it goes, and um, we're gutted and we're disappointed for the lads, disappointed for the people that came. And um, so listen. We, we're hurting big time like there's no point saying different we're all hurting we've worked hard but we'll just have to take whatever stuff is coming on the chin that's the way it goes second, the second yellow card for Kellum it seemed a bit harsh but it, and it definitely had a huge impact on the game yeah um, I think John is one of the best referees out there but my god whether it was someone in his ear or not I don't know but I know you could watch two games we played the first two and there was other stuff you know Second half, you know, you, you, sh- you still showed fight. It was a difficult affair out there. Does that kind of give you a good step going forward now in the rest of your managerial career at Waterford? That's my nature of the beast. I won't be giving up. Um, we're back here again in two weeks. We'll be trying and there'll be a big tip crowd here. We'll be on for blood, but we'll be, we'll be right there and we'll be trying very hard. Uh, so we'll, but we're, we're not going to try in the towel. That's yeah. all I can promise you. Thanks very much, Jamesy, it's another sunny, sunny day here for the Clare side. A, a fantastic performance. 
Yeah, I mean, again, Jonathan, I, I don't know if Clare were at their best this evening. Um, certainly a nervy first half. I think Watford had 12 wides. Um, and Jamie Byrne, I think, flashed, you know, what was probably a good goal chance wide, you know, after a bit of sloppy, I think, defending at the back from Clare. So, certainly, I think Donny Brian Lowe will be particularly happy with aspects of the performance, especially in the first half. But, you know, it was all about just was getting a result and you know it was always going to be a specific potential banana skin um, you know Watford had to show something I thought they did in the first half but really I mean the game was over from a long way out and Kelm Lyons is sending off us because really for me you know that was a death knell for Watford I suppose we have such high expectations you know the, given some of the absolute humdingers we've witnessed but this is a game that I thought maybe promised a lot you know you have the edge you have the two times you have Waterford do or die it's safe to say that in the first quarter especially it didn't really get to life never flowed um, and I don't think John Keenan had one of his better games you know it was very very stop start um, you know again I suppose look at there was maybe a bit of need at times uh, but there was no flow to the game in the first half and you know I thought John maybe could have maybe let it flow a bit more at times maybe given the advantage um, but yeah it was certainly you know we've had three I think the Clare water tip game was a cracker obviously Clare Limerick was an epic and Cork tip I mean, it was wild in terms of the finish. You know, last Saturday night in, in, in Parky Keevan, look at this game, came nowhere close to, to hitting those same heights. Um, I mean, had Watford, though, converted some of those opportunities in the first half, uh, it might have been a different game. But you can't afford to shoot 12 wides, arguably in a championship match over 70 minutes. And I think they had 11 or 12 on the board at half time. Um, you simply can't do that. And, and those wides sucked the energy, I suppose, you know, and the momentum out, out of the team. And Watford couldn't afford to have you know, an off day on the shooting front like they had in that first half. And as I said, you know, the, the sending off was unfortunate. I mean, again, you know, I think it probably was a second yellow card. Caleb again, would probably be disappointed with himself in terms of the first one was probably needless. You know, I think, you know, they got there free. Um, and I think John Keaton ended up throwing, throwing in the ball. So a bit of a specific discipline in, the, in on, on that sense probably cost him. But yeah, overall, I mean, a disappointing championship match um, on a perfect evening for Hurling. But looking for Brian Lowe and Clare, it was always a case about getting the two points on the board. They've done that. Yeah, that won't be good enough, I think, against Cork next Sunday. But, you know, they have, they have seven days now, eight days to get ready for that. And, um, you know, two massive games in the Munster Championship, as I said, in seven days' time. You know, Davies' tactics are, you know, rightly praised at times. But I thought, on the Clare camp, I thought they tweaked it halfway through the first half and they really just went a bit more direct kind of sat a bit deeper and it was the key really to unlocking Waterford in the end yeah I, I, I'll be honest about it I, I, I don't understand a lot of the Waterford tactics I mean I thought the matchups you know Darrell Lyons on Tony Kelly for me was a was, was a, ma- a mismatch I mean Darrell Lyons is a midfielder I think maybe you know maybe a half forward possibly a wing back um, but asking him I mean there was times when you know Tony was maybe one on one you know in the full back line which was an accident waiting to happen for Waterford and I'd have, I'd have probably sighted him in there and tried to get everybody else out um, and certainly you know Darrell Lyons to me was asked to do a job tonight that you know he's probably not comfortable doing I saw Conor Prunty you know the Waterford full back bombing forward on, on, on for Waterford puck outs in the opposition half of the fields Conor Gleeson the same thing at, at, at times I don't understand that um, I don't understand the logic of it um, I, I think maybe it, it, the Waterford players are confused what's their identity now I mean after you know, Desi got that opening point inside the, I suppose, the opening 30 seconds of the second half. You're saying, OK, maybe we're going to see a bit of fight from Waterford here. I think after 20 minutes, they had two points in the second half and 12 points on, on, on the board in total. That's not going to get it done. And, you know, Desi Hutchinson, who's a player we all admire, fantastic player. You know, but again, did he get any ball on the edge of the D that he could look to attack or go at that clear full back? I don't think he did. And, you know, he, he fought the fight right to the end, you know, out on the middle of the field. But... 
I, I said, I, I just don't know if Watford have an identity. Um, you know, no one likes to see a, a county that have been, I suppose, look at, you know, so entertaining over the last 25 years. I mean, you know, Watford, their best is that, you know, free-flowing, off-the-cuff stuff. And they still have players that can play that game. Maybe not as many as they had in their, in their prime with John Milan and Dan and, you know, Paul Flynn and all those, and all those guys. But I, I don't know if they have a clear identity at the moment. And I think there's an element of confusion about the, the tactics. I don't think they're necessarily playing to their strengths. And, um, you know, certainly there's a lot of soul-searching, I think, maybe, you know, going on in Watford at the moment. Obviously, the Miners in the 20s, you know, didn't win a game in their championships. And there's a genuine concern about where Watford Hurling is at now. And I don't think any of us, um, you know, take any joy or satisfaction in that at the moment. And uh, it's just as a disappointing. You know? The, the puck outs in the second half as well I thought Clare totally squashed the life from the one it's a session on the road and then Tony Kelly hit form you know we'll talk about the goal in the first three but that spell in the third quarter where you touched on they just said this is our game and they literally put the foot on the neck yeah and um, again you know Watford didn't seem to you know have a coherent strategy where you know they, they could as I said get the ball to the shooters you know in, 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 in places where they could maybe do, do, do damage and you know two points as I said in 20 minutes hurling is, is, is not going to cut it in the Munster Championship and you know at a time when you're you're behind you're chasing the game um, you know there was one spell there with maybe 10 minutes to go when I think there was one Watford forward in the clear half of the field five or six clear defenders and as I said I, I, I just don't know if, if, if the Watford players have a clear identity or, or, or you know if they're clear about what they're trying to trying to do, and um, I think that's reflected maybe in the Cork game, and it was reflected certainly in, at, at times in the second half to, tonight. Let's focus in on your home county, the Banner. It's another big statement, you know, so important to follow up that Limerick victory with a, you know another tangible role back in almost in their own hands now as well. That's probably equally as impressive today. That grind out that victory than the high flying one that we witnessed down the Gaelic grounds. Yeah, I, I mean, as I said, it, it wasn't by any means a champagne performance, but, you know, you, you look at what did they win by 13 points. You know, it was always, as I said, going to be a, a real potentially dangerous game for them, a real banana skin, because Waterford, you know, in the position they were in, had to come out fighting, and you, you felt that, you know, with the time to prepare, that, you know, Davy would get the matchups right, and they'd have put a lot of thought into it. But, um, you know, Clare certainly below par. I mean, I don't think that performance would be good enough, for example, next weekend against, against Cork. They still did what they had to do I mean it's still an, a, a relatively impressive tally they took the goal chance as well Mark Rogers again hit the post with another goal chance uh, yeah I mean look at plenty to work on but you know on a night when you know Brian would have bitten your hand off I think to take that 13 point win before he came down here and at the end of the day there's two points on the board now let's get the focus ready for Cork one performance though that was you know glittering like a wizard out there at times Tony Kelly and his hook back in the first half to the opening goal probably just summed up the, literally the full package Jonathan that was a pivotal moment in the game absolutely I mean um, you know Watford bearing down on goal I can't remember was it Neil Montgomery but Tony back there got a great flick on the ball and it, as I said it, it ended up you know 20 seconds later um, Dave Fitzgerald made a really great decision on the ball beautiful first time hand pass um, into Ingelevin and in fairness to Ian you know he finished it, finished it well so yeah Tony, look at you know Tony's never afraid to get his hands dirty. Um, and again, you know I thought he was he was good tonight without maybe bringing his best stuff. He was still you know good on the freeze. Um, you know looked again like you know any time he got one on one situation with Daryl Lines, um, you know that he was he was going to come out on top. And um, certainly you know good to see Tony back in in, in the rich vein of form that we're going to need him if we're going to as I said go further in this championship. 
You know, it's a far cry since that opening round defeated against Tipperary. You look at the buzz, look at the amount of kids out here. The team will take them a while to get into the dressing rooms. Clare Hurland back at you know the underage success as well on the on their horizon. It's in a good space. It is, Jonathan. There's a lot of positivity around the county at the moment. Obviously, the minors, you know, we've we've only won five Munster minor championships. You know, the lads won it last last Tuesday night. You know, really good team, great management, good bunch of players working hard. The twenties are in Limerick in the Munster final on, on Monday night came down here and you know had a really hard fought battle with Tip um, a margin of victory that, that, that probably flattered them but again great work done by Brendan Bugler Terence Fahey and the lads the lads there so you know look at I suppose Brian is the figurehead at the moment you know he's he's over the flagship team and a guy that has massive respect for him look at Clare Hurling is in a good place but it's 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 hard work um, you know the clubs are putting it in um, but great to, to see that we're, we're getting the results and uh as I said, the 20s in the Munster final, the minors in the Lauren semi-final, a uh, very, very big week, obviously, then with Cork coming to Ennis on, on Sunday for Clare Hurling. Um, you know, so, yeah, and, and again, as I said, like, Watford, you know, by contrast, you know, haven't had that success and have really, really struggled with this round-robin format at Munster and, uh, you know, it has to be a concern for them and, you know, as I said, there, there are an awful lot of genuine, really good people in Watford Hurling um, but I, I, I just don't know... Uh, if the direction they're going in at the moment, you know, is the right one. If they're if they're clear about where they're going, what their identity is, and I think that's something they have to they have to address and, and, and get right. We've got to go before we get swarmed here. It's a great day for Clare, and it's all all set up to know that massive court game. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, like if Limerick went out and get to six points, um, Clare simply have to have to get a result then uh, next weekend. I mean, Clare lose to Cork next Sunday; they're depending on someone else to do them a, do them a favour. Um, so. You know, it, it is a massive game, massive game in Ennis. And, uh, you know, Clare have already lost at home once. They won't want to lose the second game. But Cork have impressed me. Um, came to Ennis in the league, got a, got a result there when, you know, Clare looked like they'd, they'd won the match. Uh, even Cork, there was no sense of panic in, in Parky Keeve last Saturday night, five or six points down, deep into the second half. They kept doing the right thing. And there's a lot of pace and athleticism in that Cork side. And, you know, I, I think Clare are going to have to play better than they did tonight to come out on top. So, yeah, yeah, still loads to play from the Munster Championship. Certain count away. Thanks so much again, Jamesy. Cheers, John.